Hey, good morning. My name is Mike. This is the FBTV podcast, Freight Broker TV podcast. It's our initial podcast. First time we've done a podcast for FBTV, but we plan on doing a lot of them. The FBTV podcast, you may be going, why? Why, Mike? Why the FBTV podcast? Well, pretty simple. We're up, really, we, we've got the... Uh, FBTV videos. Matter of fact, if you found the podcast before you found the videos, let me explain to you what's going on. Freight Broker TV, you, well, we have a website, and that website, uh, you'll find it at FreightBrokerTV.com. Okay, FreightBrokerTV.com. We post all our videos and articles there, and we have a YouTube channel. All the videos we post can be found on YouTube, on our YouTube channel, and of course, that's Freight Broker TV. So, we had decided, yeah, over a month ago, uh, we're, we're still pretty new, yeah, but we decided over a month ago to uh, have a podcast. But we didn't just want to strip the audio. A lot of people do this. They'll, they'll, they'll put up a YouTube channel, <laughs> And they'll strip the audio from the uh, video and post it as a podcast. Well, we wanted to do it different. And here's why. And it comes back to me. I'm, I'm, the, uh, I'm the culprit in this. Uh, a whole separate podcast. Yeah, it creates a lot more work. Uh, We've got uh, a lot more production to do and things like that. But I, I think you'll enjoy it more. I think it'll hit home more. And it just comes from uh, me, my history. A lot of times, uh, you know, I lay down at night, and usually I watch a little bit of TV, and I'm out. Then around 3.30, 4 o'clock in the morning, I wake up. I'm not quite ready to get out of bed. Not quite, quite ready to, you know, make that cup of coffee. And what I do is I'll, I'll get my phone, I'll plug my earbuds in, and... Find a podcast. <laughs> Listen to the podcast. You know that I find. And it, it's, it varies. I got all kinds of podcasts I listen to. A lot of them are Christian-based. Uh, a lot of them are, well, like Mike Rowe. I was listening to uh, him this morning. And it just goes, they, they got a Johnny Carson podcast out there as well. Uh, kind of, uh, kind of neat. What it amounts to, somebody is finding people that are left that had, had been a guest on the old Johnny Carson show in years past, or even had an uncle or somebody or anybody that was associated with it, and and they're finding them and doing interviews with them. <laughs> it's kind of interesting, some of them. But uh, anyway, neither here nor there. That has nothing to do about the FBTV podcast, does it? But uh, I was thinking, you know, why uh, why not put a podcast together so somebody else like me, even if there's one other person like me that, you know, and I had a driver yesterday, too, you know, say something about, you know, yeah, you know, I, uh, I listen to the videos going down the road. And I thought, well, that's, that's another good reason, you know, they can plug it in and hopefully get entertained somewhat, have some information, news that they can use. You know, have them miles go by. 
But that's the basic reason for us uh, creating a podcast. Occasionally you'll hear me take a sip of my coffee. And while I'm talking about coffee, if you've been to our website, we have coffee mugs for sale. FBTB coffee mugs, Freight Broker TV. These things are two-sided. On one side you get the Freight Broker TV logo. It says Freight like you see on the uh, website. You turn it around to the other side, it has the FBTV uh, logo, but it's just the letters, FBTV. Like, if you're watching a video, you'll see that same FBTV in the bottom right corner of the screen. There's a name for it, but I don't know. But anyway, these mugs are $14.99. They're 11-ounce mugs. Uh, your choice, black or white. They are produced to order, just so you know. And it, I, I ordered one because I wanted to see how they were, you know, going to ship and how it arrived and quality as far as that goes. Because you never know. But uh, mine came in uh, day before yesterday. And I was really impressed. I mean, really impressed. In the back of my mind, when I started, you know, the process of ordering and setting all this up so we could have our own coffee mugs. <laughs> yeah. I was thinking, man, it better not come in and be just a sticker. But it's not. It, it's baked on. It's... uh. It doesn't say if it's dishwasher proof or not, but my wife, she said pretty much everything's dishwasher proof now, but I don't know. So if you order one, they are available. If you'd like to look at them, uh, get one, uh, go to our website, FreightBrokerTV.com. You can scroll down to the bottom and they're on every, every page and just click the, uh, click the mug you want. And uh, it'll take you to the page where you can uh, make your order, place your order. Okay, we're going to have more stuff up there, too, you can order. So keep that in mind. All right, what are we looking at next? Been keeping up with the videos. I know this month with the uh, YouTube channel, our videos, uh, uh, updates, production, has been down a little bit. Expect that to go up here the last half of the month. The reason is we lost our air conditioning the first week of the month. This is no joke. That first week, what was that, Labor Day weekend from that Friday before Labor Day weekend through that following Thursday, we had no AC here. And we just couldn't work because, uh, well, this equipment, it produces heat. Man, oh man, it was already hot. So that kind of kind of got us behind uh, with our production. But uh, they'll be picking it back up here. I think uh, this last week, within the last week or so, we posted three different videos or such. Tell your friends we need. Uh, we really need to have some uh, more subscribers. Matter of fact, I'll be telling you about uh, something we're going to be doing here uh, later on. Well, before too long, we're going to have a contest. I'll be telling you about that contest. We got prizes all the way up to almost 700 bucks in prizes. I mean, that's not total. That would be one prize somebody could win. I'll uh, be telling you more about that. We're still putting it together, but you got to be a subscriber. Subscribe to our YouTube channel. Tell your friends. 
and we don't have all the details yet. I'm kind of telling you about it now, aren't I? But uh, more details be will be coming forthright. <laughs> okay. I was talking about OIDA a couple of days ago, the hours of service reform, and I was on my horse about uh, how I don't agree with OIDA on very much, and here I am finding, well, I, I agreed with what they were doing about the hours of service reform, and basically their stance is with the FMCSA is get off the driver's back, let the driver do what they need to do, what the driver knows that they need to do to be able to be safe. If the driver needs to sleep, let the driver sleep. Don't, you know, don't push rules on them where they can't sleep, and that's pretty much what they, the way it is now. That video is up. Uh, you can find it on our website at uh, FreightBrokerTV.com or on our YouTube channel, either way. But yeah, watch the video, it makes sense. Well, there's uh, another thing going on now that I've come across, and lo and behold, yeah, I'm, uh, I find myself in agreement with OIDA again. Maybe my, uh, maybe the tide is turning. Now, now you, there's nothing wrong with OIDA. I stated this earlier uh, back uh, on the video. I used to be a member of OIDA, and OIDA, if you don't already know, that is short for Owner Operator Independent Drivers Association. I think it costs like 45 bucks a year to be a member of it. Really designed for owner operators, small trucking companies, even drivers. Kind of like a trade organization for this small company. And I, I'm sure they still do. They, they, uh, have health insurance, you know, group health insurance you can purchase through them. Now, I may be wrong on that, but I, I know they used to. And in these days and times, it's very important. I I just tell you flat out. Uh, back in uh, January, I went into the hospital. And uh, two weeks later, I came out and with a brand new triple bypass surgery. And folks, that's not cheap. That's not cheap. Now, granted, you know, I've uh, got a history of heart problems here in the last 10, 15 years, but uh, and I'll be real honest with you, too. I've been a smoker. I smoked. The, I quit smoking January 15th, 2019. Yes, it's no coincidence that January 15th <laughs> is the date that uh, I was taken to the hospital. Uh, for, for that little stay where I had the uh, triple bypass. So, yeah, the, the dates correspond. But man, oh man, if you've been thinking about quitting smoking, and I know how it is. If you're in that truck driving down the road, it's easy. You're bored. I get it. But the problem is you're not getting a lot of exercise. You're probably not eating the healthiest you could. And if you're younger, you know, in your 20s, 30s, your, your body is still working, help working with you. But man, that's going to stop. It started with me around 43 years old. My body started getting ugly with me. Not processing, not metabolizing. They got tired of this crap I was putting into it. And my body started rebelling. 
weight gain, you know, feeling bad, heart issues, eyes starting to go, you know, and uh, so I just give you youngsters uh, an opportunity here, knowledge now, hey, don't put it off. I, that's what everybody says. I, I yeah, I, I know I need to stop that stuff. I, I know I need to eat better. I, I know I don't need to smoke. I think I'll quit tomorrow. Well, tomorrow never gets here. Or in my case, tomorrow I got here when I had to be taken to the hospital and oops, go to the hospital and uh, have open heart surgery. And I don't recommend that for anyone. That it's been almost seven or eight months later and it still hurts. <laughs> I'm still not 100% healed. And uh, I did some yard work the other day and came in. I really thought my sternum was getting ready to bust open. I thought I had done something, but a little bit of ice, sat around for a few hours, and everything started feeling normal. But still, the left left side of my chest is still numb. I mean, it's just, it's something. I don't, you don't want to go through this. So save yourself now. But anyway, back to, uh, back to, what I was going to be talking about a minute ago. Finding myself agreeing with OIDA again. And I kind of explained in that video why I kind of disassociated myself from OIDA back uh, with the uh, uh, bond increase, property broker surety bond increase uh, 10 years ago, whenever it was. OIDA and the TIA, Transportation Intermediaries Association, they, they agreed on raising that $10,000 bond to $75,000. That was a horse they got on. Now, I understood TIA doing it. I understood TIA doing it only for the simple reason that the people on their board of directors were the big broker companies. It was to their benefit to raise that bond to $75,000. They really wanted, what, $150,000, I believe. They tried to get $100,000, and the government gave them $75,000 increase. But they were really trying to get that bond up there as quick as they could, or as high as they could. And the, the only reason, honestly, the only realistic reason, and they'll tell you 15 other million reasons, but the only reason they had for really increasing that bond was to put the small mom-and-pop brokers out of business. And it succeeded. I think something like 3,500, 4,000 brokers went out of business overnight once that law passed. Now... I'm a consultant. Uh, if you didn't know, I'm a consultant with Taltoa. FBTV is just what, well, you know, uh, we, we sponsor it, but it's a, a labor of love to provide information, help people. Uh, those who are trying to decide if they want to go this direction or what direction they want to go with their transportation career. Uh, Taltoa, if you didn't know, it's a freight broker training consulting company. Uh, we consult trucking companies, freight brokers, freight broker agents, people that have been in the industry for years, people are just now starting in the industry. It, yeah, we're a full-service consulting firm that offers in-depth packages for our clients uh, that would include training, placement, mentorship, consulting, whatever they need. Uh, we do marketing work as well, like websites and such, audio, video work. But anyway, that's neither here nor there. But uh, even when... Uh, the bond was going up seventy-five thousand. You know, I was telling everyone that you know, bonding company, a bond is insurance. You know, yes, it's going to be hard in the beginning, but the insurance companies are going to figure out a way to make it affordable. It's just you know, they're they're going to have a product they're going to make available. Something's going to happen to where 
being able to operate a brokerage is still feasible where you're not going to have to come up 75000 at one time and put it away and not touch it forever <laughs> or until you close your, close your brokerage. And they did. You know, you can, uh, if you got decent credit now, you can get a uh, trust bond. And it, it's going to run you around $1,000 a year. Okay, but I don't recommend you go out here and start your own brokerage yet. Okay, you don't want to do that. You want to, <laughs> you know, here's the deal. You know, we get people calling all the time. Hey, you know, I want to start my own brokerage. Well, what kind of experience you have? Well, I've been driving a truck, or I've been doing this, or, you know, I've been in sales, or I've been in, you know, okay. They don't have any brokering experience. <clears throat> you have to understand, you start your own freight brokerage, you're your own business. You're responsible for everything. You, you've got to cover all the overhead. You got to have the, uh, uh, the authority, the license, the ten thousand or seventy-five thousand dollar property broker surety bond, UCR, BOC three. That's just to be legal, just to be legal. But there's other things you're going to need. Uh, your transportation management software, TMS. Uh, you're going to need load boards. You're going to be paying for all those. One load board isn't going to cut it. Yeah, you'll be using the AT, but there'll probably be three or four others you'll use as well. That's going to be overhead. Uh, what else? Insurance. No, you don't need insurance. You got your bond. Why do you need insurance? It's not uh, It's not required to be a broker. No, but uh, this is a uh, business of contracts. You're going to want errors and omissions insurance. Protect you in case somebody puts down the wrong information on a contract. And a low confirmation to a trucking company is a contract. Okay, you get the idea. Uh, you're going to want uh, contingent cargo, probably. Uh, eventually, you're going to have a customer that's going to want you to have general liability. Now, you're going to have to have the money to pay the trucks because the shipper, they're not going to pay you tomorrow. It may be 30, 45 days before you get paid. You need to pay the truck within 30 days. Okay, you'll use a factoring company. Well, that's not very smart. We'll, we'll do a whole program on that. Matter of fact, I know we got a video coming up. May have already done one, but we'll be hitting it again. So keep watching the uh, either our website or our YouTube channel. Be looking for a video about why you should not use a factoring company as a broker. But you get the idea. Well, this all ties up going back. Uh, OIDA was for this. TIA was for this. And, and like I said it the other day in the video... Ohio and TIA, it's vinegar and oil, man. It just don't mix. You know, it separates. You know, it's, uh, those two are at each other's throat constantly, but on this one issue, they seem to team up on. Now, the rule with the $10,000 rule with the property broker surety bond, the rule stated that if there is a claim on the bond, the broker is to replace that money immediately. There is no, I'll do it next week. I mean, it's got to go in there now. That bond has got to maintain $10,000 at all times. So, in essence, there was nothing wrong with the rule. It's just everybody thought it was too low. All right. Well, I get that. You know, the, if you haul a load for somebody, you want to get paid. Now, I'm going to throw this out here, too. A lot of trucking companies don't know it. A lot of shippers don't know it. Section... Seven, Section 7 would protect a lot of people. Trucking companies, companies included, but nobody knows what Section 7 is. 
Look it up. Check it out. Matter of fact, if you're a client of Tautoa and you're listening to this podcast and you don't know what 7 is, Section 7 is, call me. And I'll be happy to tell you. Okay. Matter of fact, there's a video uh, in the client area. Uh, you can watch client area for a Tautoa client. There's a video in uh, that area that is labeled Section 7 and that's exactly what that video would discuss with you. You'll go into detail about what Section 7 is and what it isn't. But anyway, it always uh, bugged me about Oida being part of the TIA. And the other thing bugged me was TIA is supposed to be a trade organization to benefit freight brokers. But here they were trying to get legislation passed that would close down a whole lot of freight brokers. So to me, they were hurting. They were hurting the freight brokerage business, not helping. But we know how that story turned out. It is a $75,000 bond. Yes, there was a little hiccup there for a while. Everyone trying to get adjusted, but uh, everybody's pretty well up and running now. And like I uh, had uh, expected, expected, insurance companies came to the rescue. They came out with products to uh, make it affordable again so anybody could pretty much work as a freight broker. Okay, now, <clears throat> spent a lot, of, a lot more time on that than I expected to, but uh, to get to where we're going. But... Uh, A representative out of Pennsylvania, his name is Matthew Cartwright, another guy, Jesus Garcia, Democrat out of Illinois. They have recently introduced the Insurance Act, or H.R. 3781, which would increase the federal minimum insurance requirement for a motor carrier from $750,000 to almost $5 million. Now, this is auto liability. It's got to be, because that's the minimum on auto liability, $750,000. They want it increased to $5 million. Okay, now, now here's the thing. Trucking company has to have that auto liability insurance to be able to get their license plate, the base plates for their trucks. Liability insurance is where the cost lies when you're talking about insurance premium. Now, this bill would also require the U.S. Secretary of Transportation to adjust the mandated amount every five years to take into account inflation cost related to medical care. They're really wanting to turn this upside down. Some studies indicate the current minimum insurance level adequate, adequately covers damages. In other words, the $750,000 minimum level now adequately covers damages in all but less than 1% of crashes. 0.06%. So the 750000 it's fine now. It's fine now, except for 
0.06%. But by gosh, let's get everybody paying more. Now, the insurance companies are going to go off for this. Okay, because that's telling you right now. 750000 what they're charging for $750,000 now for the premium for a auto liability. Okay, only 0.06 of accidents require more than that. Five million. Well, an insurance company would, you know, the 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 legal word would be, or the official word saying would be, you're overinsured. You can't be overinsured. But I mean, there's liability. Now, most trucking companies, I'll tell you, uh, most trucking companies carry a uh, million dollars auto liability. Okay, now we're we're going to come back to this in a minute. Uh, but uh, let's move on with this. Now, ambulance, 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 it's a joke from a long time, ambulance, ambulance, chasing lawyers would love to see this bill pass, of course. Okay, here, here's my hats off to OIDA. Man, you're not going to see this happen a lot, but maybe, maybe, maybe OIDA and I are going to mend our fences in the future. I don't know, but I agree with what they're saying. A, a 31 group coalition led by OIDA against this H.R. 3781 and three other expensive mandates said the bill is primarily an opportunity for trial lawyers to receive greater payouts at the expense of U.S. businesses. And as Paul Harvey would say, there's more to the story. Let's look at Representative Cartwright here for a moment. Not the first time he's he's introduced legislation to increase minimum insurance requirements for motor carriers. Back in 2013, just months after he took office, he introduced a bill to raise the minimum liability insurance requirements to $4.2 million. Just months after he took office. Kind of sounds like maybe this guy took office for a reason. <laughs> Get that insurance up there. Mr. Cartwright, or Representative Cartwright, I guess I should say, his law practice in interstate trucking. Oh, really? Professional negligence and business litigation. He's a litigator against trucking companies. As a lawyer representing plaintiffs, Mr. Cartwright has more reported cases than any other practicing lawyer in Northeast Pennsylvania. <laughs> oh man, this is starting to make sense now. You got a lawyer, hey, I'll run for office, and then I'll start pushing this legislation through. We can raise our rates, and the insurance company will pay us millions. Because only 0.06% of the cases we take on are less than 750, so we can charge more and get more. What it sounded like to me, huh? Lawyers, not a big friend of lawyers. Apparently, screenshots and videos from uh, the law firm's website. When I say the law firm, I'm talking about Cartwright's law firm. Looks like he is a partner at uh, the law firm for Munley, Munley, and Cartwright, PC in Plains, Pennsylvania. 
But anyway, screenshots and videos from the law firm's website that provide examples of lawyers painting the trucking industry and truck drivers as dangerous. One of the largest parts of our practice is representing victims of tractor-trailer accidents. Every year, there is a rise in the number of cases, the number of deaths on our highways caused by tractor-trailer drivers. <laughs> Earlier this week, the Washington Examiner published an article with the headline, Democratic Congressman Introduced Truck Crash Legislation Benefiting His Family Law Firm. I think they hit that right on the head, don't you? <laughs> Representative Matt Cartwright has spent years sponsoring truck insurance legislation that would directly benefit his family's law firm in which he owns a multi-million dollar stake, according to financial and lobbying records reviewed by the Washington Examiner, according to that article. Yeah, welcome to Washington. Mr. Cartwright goes to Washington to make his family more money, not to do the work that would better the country. I can't put all the blame on him. He's just one of many that's doing the same thing. Pot of gold up there. All you got to do is win an election to get your hands on it. Now, let's go back to that insurance thing. Okay, like I said, the 750000 that they're wanting to increase to $5 million, that's auto liability insurance. That's auto liability. Nothing about general liability. A lot of brokers and a lot of shippers require that a trucking company has a minimum of a million dollars liability. That's not going to change. Okay. And the reason that's even in play, well, we got, got to go back to 2010 when the CSA went into effect. 2010, uh, that's when you started seeing shippers and, and brokers requiring trucking companies have general liability insurance. Because that, uh, what happened when the CSA went into play back in 2010, it created a liability issue with a broker and a trucking company. In other words, well, not a broker and the trucking company, rather, but a broker and the shipper. The broker and the shipper were now held somewhat liable for anything the trucking company went out there and did. That's why before 2010, before the CSA, a, a freight broker agent can make the decision to approve or not approve a carrier. It was, it, you know, but after after the CSA went into effect and created a lot of that liability issue, uh, no, the, 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 the broker was going to be the ones making the decisions, somebody in that brokerage, because now they can be taken to court. And that's why, they, that's why now you see the general liability uh, being required by brokers and a lot of shippers, because that's just another layer of protection for those two entities. Trucking companies should have it as well because it helps protect them. All right, so we'll keep an eye on that. But if you live in Pennsylvania, uh, you better watch out for this Cartwright guy. And apparently uh, this uh, Jesus Garcia, you know, he's in on it too. You wonder if those two got together and they both have a law practice back home. We know Cartwright does, but you wonder if Garcia does. And Cartwright kind of, hey, you know, there's a lot of money in this. And if we can get this passed, we can make millions. 
<laughs> oh well have to wait and see what happens there okay uh here this past week if you are a uh, driver you know this already cost for uh scaling out at a cat scale went up according to uh its website you know cat scales website the cost of the first way is 12 bucks now each reway will be 250 that's up uh, from $11.50 and uh, $2 for the reway. Doesn't seem like a lot, but when I saw that the other day, now it's been quite a while since I drove, but it sure does seem to me the last time I had to go over a Catskill, it was under $10. $7 was in my mind, but that could be for a shower, but no, 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 I had $7 in my mind, so it's really gone up. Uh, Catscale states that the duty on-duty manager may elect to avoid all other further reways until you, the, the truck, is legal. So, after two we, after two reways, so, looks like the most you pay uh, will be $17. Then after that, get as many reways as you need to be able to... Uh, get legal uh, brokers need to pay attention to that too because that's a cost of doing business so you gotta you gotta take that in consideration if you've got a load that is going to require the truck to be weighed yeah you might want to throw a couple of bucks trucks way you know help them offset that expense i know i know 17 dollars doesn't sound like a lot but uh you know if it's load that needs to be you know weighed or reweighed that's one thing now if it's just you know trucking trucking company weighing to because that's just what they do because they don't want to get out there and get a ticket. That, that's on them. But I'm talking about if you've got a load that actually needs to be weighed. Yeah, you should consider uh, reimbursing that trucking company. I mean, it's the right thing to do. Let's see. What else happened this week? A couple of people up in... Uh, well, I don't know where they are, but they got sentenced for safety issues. Apparently, they owned a trucking company, man and a wife, Leslie and Bob. And they, uh, they weren't keeping their equipment safe, and they were threatening their drivers. Don't you write this truck up on your inspection report. You write down everything's good on it. We can't fix it. We don't want to fix it. Hey, if you write it up, you're going to get fired. Well, they got caught. 12 months probation, $1,250 fine. And they're no longer in business. All right. Now, you got questions, something you like to talk about, or something you like to hear my input on, or me talk about it, hey, give me a shout. Write it down. Send it to me. Uh, you can email us at fbt, F like freight, B like broker, T like T, V like V, television, <laughs> freightbrokertv.com. Or you can leave a comment on our YouTube channel or even uh, ask your questions, make your comments or whatever using the forms you can find on our website. And our website, obviously, freightbrokertv.com. Now, we can use your help 
you know, we need to we need to build our audience, and the way we do that is subscriptions. We need people to subscribe to our YouTube channel and obviously our podcast. That's going to help quite a bit too. Uh, our podcast, just so you know, they're going to be all over the place. Uh, yeah, you'll be able to find that on iTunes, Spotify, Stitcher, TuneIn, all the uh, your your favorite ones and uh, whatever whatever uh, podcast listening tool you are using. You're sure to find us on there. Uh, if not on there yet, uh, you can uh, contact whatever tool you're using and say, hey. <laughs> also, we'll, uh, I believe what we're going to do, a lot of people do this just the opposite. They do their YouTube video and strip the audio and make it into a podcast and post that. Uh, use that as a podcast. We're not. We're, we're creating our own podcast. But what we might do is t- take the audio from the podcast and have a podcast se- section on our YouTube page as well as our website. So it'll have the podcast available there as well. Uh, just understand the content is going to be different. You know, the well, you've already seen if you go to our YouTube channel, our videos are pretty topic specific, you know, eight, ten minutes long. Uh, we're already. We're over a half hour now just in this podcast, so podcasts are going to be a lot longer. But, uh, yeah, ask your questions. Uh, we need you to subscribe. Help help us grow. Okay? Don't forget the coffee mugs. And, oh, the, the, the future contest. It's in the works. Uh, I'll close out with this. and Because uh, I, I, I told you I'd be telling you about this. It's in the works. No idea how the contest is going to work when it's going to start, when it's going to be over, anything like that. But we already have some pretty neat prizes. Prizes that we're going to be giving away start at around 15 bucks. And 15 by, I would imagine that'd be like coffee mugs and stuff. And uh, going to be going up to uh, almost $700, over $650, almost $700. So there's going to be some good prizes in here. Okay. Uh, value of the prizes. You know, and I'm sure the... Uh, Six seven hundred dollar prizes is going to be some type of consulting or training uh, that you can get for free as one of the prizes. But anyway, we'll we'll know more about that as we get closer. Uh, this we do know though, you've got to to, de- to be able to be entered or even have a chance to uh, be in the contest. When you you've got to be subscribed to our YouTube channel, you've got to be subscribed and have a chance to win. Keep keep listening to the podcast and keep checking out the videos as uh, we'll be making announcements soon. Well, as soon as we know more anyway. All right. Got the uh, first FBTV podcast in the can. Uh, Be checking our website. Come back next week. uh, Or not next week, but uh, check out the YouTube channel and our website. We'll be posting several more videos next week. And we're going to have to wait and see how the podcast... We're going to be doing a podcast at least once a week. Maybe more as time allows. So, you know, keep 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 checking back. My name is Mike. I'm glad you uh, spent some time with us today. Keep it between the ditches. <laughs> have a good day. Unless, of course, you've made other plans. I'll see you.